Welcome to the Manager Track, the leadership podcast where we help ambitious managers across the ranks become confident and competent leaders people love to work for. I'm your host, Ramona Shaw. Welcome to this episode of the Manager Track podcast. This week, I want to talk about how to run one-on-one meetings that your direct reports actually enjoy. Having one-on-one meetings with your direct reports is something that's really, really important. Now, often when I start working with new managers, they're trying to figure out, do I need them? How often should I have them? What do we actually talk about? And those are really good questions because there is not one size fits all because your job and your team's responsibilities are unique. However, there are a few best practices that I think are really important to keep in mind when you think about your one-on-one meetings and how to make the most out of it. Because the one-on-one meetings that you have, whether they're weekly or at a different cadence, those are an investment that both you and your direct reports make on a regular basis. So if they're just a waste of time and it's just one other meeting, especially in a virtual world where we don't want to get back on Zoom or any other video conference for no good reason, making them a good use of your time and their time is important. Now, I see the whole spectrum in my work with clients. I see clients, you know, who have meetings with their managers that they think is a waste of time. I see clients whose managers doesn't show up, keeps canceling them, or it's all about status updates. I see them making some of those mistakes and we work through them together. But once the one-on-ones are dialed in, they are incredibly powerful. Now, a statistic that I recently read where over a thousand people responded is that only about 58% of employees leave their one-on-one meetings more motivated, which means that 42% of employees feel less motivated or neutral after they get out of a one-on-one meeting. And in those cases, there's definitely room for improvement where we can make a huge difference in the relationship between manager and direct report and effectiveness and the performance of the people on the team. Now let's dive in some of the things that go wrong when it comes to one-on-one meetings. One is that managers show up having nothing to report on, not giving any feedback and not really asking any questions. They basically say, hey, this is your meeting, got something or not. If not, then let's move on. And that for sure doesn't feel motivating, right? Another issue is that a manager keeps canceling or postponing one-on-one meetings and that sends a message that those meetings are not important and therefore that relationship or the work that the direct report is doing is not as important as other things. It may not come from a bad intention, but it sends a message that's usually not the one that someone intends to send. Another mistake that I see people making is that the manager takes the lead in the meeting that they think it's their meeting and they're reporting top down. So they're talking a lot or they're giving a lot of advice and guidance. They want to know all the details. And for direct report, it can feel overwhelming or it can feel like the manager is too much in the weeds with them, too much in the details with them. And they don't feel empowered or motivated to take the lead. And somewhat related, another mistake that I see managers make is that they think it's all about giving feedback. And so they go into these one-on-one meetings, wanted to sort of redirect the employee. They typically mean well, but what happens in the conversation is that the employee, the direct report, receives a lot of 
constructive feedback or criticism or guidance and they leave feeling less motivated and less valued or cared for because that criticism or that constructive feedback isn't balanced with any praise or acknowledgement or recognition that the employee so desperately wants and needs in order to feel motivated and to feel like they're thriving in their job. Now enough about the things that can go wrong. I actually want to share with you the five tips that will make your one-on-one meetings more effective. And if you want to learn more about it and actually get some templates and great coaching questions to use in your one-on-one meetings, then check out the show notes and download the ultimate guide for one-on-one meetings. This is a comprehensive guide with additional tips, suggestions, templates, and coaching questions that you can use in your one-on-one meetings. So make sure to grab that free download. Okay, tip number one is to make your one-on-one meetings weekly, especially, but not only, if you're working virtually. And I know that can feel like a lot of time because you have to meet with every single direct report on your team. But when you run your one-on-one meetings effectively, the time that you invest has a high ROI, a return on investment, because you will save so much time in between meetings where you don't have to answer quick questions or give guidance or where you find yourself in a situation where you're misaligned because there was a lack of communication. So having that weekly check-in is really important. It keeps everyone involved and you are able to communicate transparently. It also enhances accountability because you can actually check in with the things that they've done or said that they will do last week on a timely basis. So much can change in a week and having one-on-one meetings on a bi-weekly or a monthly basis in most cases is not the most effective solution because you're not communicating enough, you're not aligning enough and you're not supporting your direct report the best way that you could. It may also not send the right message. If someone only gets half an hour or an hour with their manager once a month and then the manager goes off and does their thing, to direct report this often seems like I'm not valued enough or I'm not involved enough and I don't even know what my manager is doing and I feel a disconnect and that's not a message that you want to send. Now, if you think, wait, Ramona, that's too much. I cannot possibly fit in more one-on-one meetings. Then I have a couple suggestions. One is don't make those one-on-ones 60-minute meetings. I typically recommend that your one-on-ones are either 45 minutes or 25 minutes. So just shorten the time that you allocate to them, but have them more frequently. Just experiment with it. Test it out. And if that still feels like it's too much, then it makes me curious. If you're possibly managing too many people or you're not delegating enough or you're still holding on to too big of a workload and you don't have enough time to support your team members. That was tip number one. Tip number two is to have a consistent agenda and to communicate that clearly. To be upfront and explicit with what you expect to discuss in your one-on-ones, how your direct report can best prepare for those one-on-one meetings and you set up a template agenda where during the week as things evolve and as things happen and you capture a situation where you think oh I want to give some guidance or some feedback here but maybe you don't have a chance to address it right away you capture that in a, either a notebook 
you know, pen the paper or digitally, but you have a template agenda laid out that includes the top-down communication. So things that you need to share from a leadership perspective, it includes any guidance or new communication about their responsibilities or tasks or projects that they are currently involved or will be involved. It also should include constructive feedback and praise and recognition. Those are the things that you want to tackle in every single one-on-one. It also includes some check-in on the things that they've committed to, but not to make that the biggest part. Now, yes, the one-on-one meeting is your direct reports meeting. So you want to let them drive as much as possible, but you want to make sure that you touch on those four or five items that I just listed and you find those in detail in the guide that you can download in the show notes. So make sure to check that out. When you have a consistent agenda and you communicate explicitly with your direct reports what they can expect and how they can best prepare for those meetings, it will make it so much easier for everyone and you'll be able to run those effectively and concise the time that you usually spend on those because you're not just chatting or wound up discussing one single project and then not allocating enough time for other important items. Tip number three is to get into the mindset to make these one-on-one meetings about them. So yes, while you want to check off some things and make sure that you share and you address the different items that are important for you, you want to really actively listen to them. See if you can step in their shoes, figure out what the world looks like from their perspective. What are they seeing? What does the world look like through their eyes? And that curiosity mindset will help you bond well in those one-on-one meetings and will make your comments and suggestions be more effective than if you make it all about you. So put yourself into their shoes, try to figure out what they care about, what's challenging to them, what's hard for them, what they enjoy, what makes them thrive, what they're proud of, and so forth. Now, tip number four is to make it forward-looking. You want to make sure that your direct reports leave that meeting having a better idea, more clarity on what to do next. So not to spend too much time rehashing things from the past, but making sure that you turn that conversation into something that's forward-looking and solution-oriented. This goes back to that initial statistic that I shared with so many employees not feeling motivated after a one-on-one meeting and leaving a meeting not having clarity on what to do next or where to go from here is definitely a state that doesn't create a whole lot of motivation. So look forward, ask questions such as what are you going to do about it? How can I help? What do you need? And what's your next step? And so forth. And now we made it to tip number five, which is to keep track of what you discuss and this starts with preparing well and having a template agenda that you carry forward each week and I don't mean one that's accessible to both of you that could also be an idea where you both capture topics that you want to discuss but I mean one for you where you have a clear outline of what are the main pillars that you usually want to discuss in your one-on-ones and then you track not only throughout the week what you want to bring up in your next conversation but you also track what you're discussing during the meeting so you can check back in next week follow up with them and see where they're at and what happened since this helps with accountability this helps with training trust and with a mutual understanding. It also sends that message to your direct reports that you care what they're saying and it's important enough for you to take note and to keep track of it. 
So let me quickly recap those five tips. Tip number one was to make those weekly. In 95% of the cases, a weekly cadence is the most effective solution. It's the one where you get the most return out of it, where you can cut out these quick questions throughout the days and Slack messages that you could all consolidate into that one-on-one meeting and therefore make you more productive and more focused and leave your direct report more empowered and put them in a state where they can be more productive. The second tip was to have a consistent agenda. Tip number three was to make it about them, to put yourself into their shoes and trying for you to see the world through their eyes. Tip number four was to make it forward-looking, to make sure that you end every conversation looking at what's next and where to go from here. And tip number five was to keep track of what you discuss. Again, the downloadable guide Two one-on-one readings is linked to down below, so make sure to check that out and grab it as well for templates, additional tips, and great coaching conversations that you can leave in your one-on-one meetings to be more coach-like as a manager. That coaching skill is something that you can really channel into your one-on-ones that will make them more effective and will make it so that your direct reports feel way more empowered and motivated after the one-on-one meetings. Now, if all this resonated with you and you want to go deeper, then I highly recommend that you check out the Leadership Accelerator program, which is specifically designed for managers who haven't yet received proper and effective leadership training. If you feel like you're winging it, it's all trial and error, and you're just learning on the job, then please listen up. The Leadership Accelerator will shrink that learning process and make you more impactful and confident as a leader within 12 weeks. And since it's winter, let's use this analogy. If you wanted to become a great skier, you wouldn't just put on skis and go on the top of the mountain and then try this by yourself. You'd fall, you would get hurt, it would be painful, and it will take a long time for you to become a great skier. The way more effective way is to go there, get your gear, and then hire a ski instructor or join a ski school that will teach you how to ski faster and better in a shorter time frame. It's the same thing with leadership. If you're curious, then hop on over to RamonaShaw.com forward slash leadership dash accelerator to find all the details you need to see if this might be the right fit for you and you see how to apply as a next step. And with that, I see you next week in another episode of the Manager Track Podcast. Take good care. If you love this show, then you'll love even more my free training for new managers. If you haven't watched this training yet, then I'll strongly encourage you to sign up at RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass. You'll discover the key shifts you'll need to make as a new manager and the number one most common mistake to avoid. Plus, you'll walk away with actionable tips that you can apply in your role right away. Go to RamonaShaw.com forward slash masterclass to sign up.